Do you hear the sounds of wind? No. I can't hear. I can't hear, and I can hear that. Ah, that just reminded me that I, the whole reason I was going to the doctor was to get a referral to the hearing doctor. Mm. And you didn't do that, I bet. Mm-mm. He always gets me talking about other crap. And even today, he's like, oh, how's the podcast going? And he said, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's cool. Yeah. And then I gave away a stick, sticker to his receptionist. Wow. Lucky cause gal. Because she, she asked about it. Lucky gal. If you ask me, you get stickers. That's true. Christian's always got stickers. It's like an old lady with butterscotch. <laughs> I'm getting old. I could start carrying butterscotch like an old lady. You should. You pull, reach into your pocket and pull out like five pieces of butterscotch and one crumpled up TFD sticker and be like, there you go, pal. And it's stuck to the butterscotch. <laughs> Classic. It could be, it, instead of butterscotch, though, it's Werther's. There you go. Yeah, that works too. That no, is. butterscotch is better. Butterscotch works for old ladies, Werther's for, for the old guys. Welcome mm. back to the Freaky Deaky. If you haven't already, please take a second out of your day and find us on social media give us a follow we got a couple messages last week about no new videos on youtube and about that sorry yeah we're taking a couple weeks off from the the bonus videos mainly because it's early in the year it's a hectic time for me i got taxes and business taxes aren't fun on top of personal taxes and all kinds of fun stuff and the podcast so it's just a lot to take on at, at this moment but uh working on some some future video footage for you guys but we're still going to be doing youtube uploads regularly with with some bonus content stuff we just had a had a slow down for a couple weeks i'm believe it or not not superhuman that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. But anyway, so yeah, just I just wanted to address that so that everyone's aware they will be back. And Heather will also be back. She has had a, a couple of rough weeks. And I know we said that she'd be early back in or early in the year, she'd be back on the show and she is going to be still, but we're just working out the logistics. We kind of ran into an issue where we had to get episodes out before she could come back. So we're like a couple episodes or we're a couple weeks behind. These things happen. In the meantime, though, Chris and I will keep you entertained. Yeah, we do what we can. But all that aside, if you have a story of your own that you'd like but, to hear. Okay. But all that aside. Sorry. Was was that super loud? Was that high pitched? I don't think so, Christian. I think you're making a little more out of this than it actually was. Okay, I'll shut up. Thank you. So if you have a story that you'd like to hear on the show in a listener story episode, be sure to send it into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. You could also send, uh, you know, general feedback about what you think of the show. Tell your friends, tell your parents. Let's have a good time. Let's grow the show. Today, we're going to be talking about Ouija stories. That's right. Tales from the Ouija's back, part two. I promised it last season. I said, this wouldn't be the last time we're talking about Ouija's. Mm-hmm. We even we even snuck in a little summer break episode with some Ouija shorts. This is part two of Tales from the Ouija. Lightning strike. Golden screen. Should we establish why we talk about the Ouija? Uh, because it's a paranormal podcast. And there are oh. a lot of great stories from Ouija boards. Oh, and, uh, maybe I just wanted to mention, I am so entertained by this subject because of your irrational fear of a piece of cardboard. Yeah, I don't have an irrational fear of the piece of cardboard, Christian. Uh, just to clarify for our listeners, I have an unwillingness to, to partake in the festivities. You know, you, you're not, never really living until you walked on the wild side and tempted the demons in a Ouija board. You can't claim that. I just did. I know, but see, that's just one of a long list of false claims from Christian on this show, and that is Freaky Deaky. We'll see you after the intro. Bro. Christian on his classic bullshit, huh? <laughs> yeah, everyone loves it, huh, guys? Yeah, you like that? You want some more of that? No. Yeah! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> everyone celebrates. Now, that's right. You heard right, folks. We didn't stutter. We're talking Ouija's again. Ouija tales. They are some of my favorite. They're some of your favorite paranormal stories, right? Right. You don't believe a lick of them. Nope. But you love to hear them. And so we, we, these are always entertaining episodes for us. And by always... I mean, the previous two times that we've done it, it's been entertaining. So 
I talk like we've been on the air for 10 years or something like that. These are always a treat. Our listeners love them. You know, our listeners could really help us. Did I just do the voice thing? You too? did. Okay. Yeah, I was going to I was going to copy what you did. I was like, you know what? No, WWJD. It's fine. Our listeners could really help us out by going out, buying Ouija boards and doing experiments stop, for us. Stop. Where what, don't do that. No, that's a that's a horrible idea that. These opinions are the opinions yeah. expressed by Christian and Christian alone. These are not right. the opinions of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That is very true. So don't do that unless you're one of Christian's weird minions. And then actually, <laughs> you know, go for it. Tell me how it goes. We got some doozies for you. The sources from today's episode are obviously from Reddit. It's one of my favorite Ouija sources. And then a book, Ouija Gone Wild, Shocking True Stories by Rick Fisher and Ellen Rosemary. That almost feels like it's like a... Like a band's tour story. That's actually a great book too. A, f- a few of the stories, and actually, I think uh, these these first couple come from that book. And it's got all kinds. It's kind of separated into different themes. Like there's some that were, uh, and we'll go over a couple of them. But like where the board almost made people murder other people. That's awesome. Just like weird evil intent and stuff. Like I know you don't think evil exists or whatever, but I think this this type of stuff kind of leans in in the favor of hey, maybe these things aren't really just oh, a sweet spirit or it's you know brain manipulation I or think whatever evil, you want to call it. Evil exists. It's just not as demon filled as we think it is. Yeah. Yeah, so there you have it, guys. There you have it. Um, yeah, there's also a couple stories in here from, uh, you know, pretty much the Ouija boards solving crimes. So, I mean, shit, guys, these things do it all, really. So that's a great way to use the Ouija. We should try that. Yeah, let's give that a shot, huh? And then we round it out, obviously, with Reddit stories and a couple stories from Thought Catalog, which I'm pretty sure are also Reddit stories. That makes sense. It does. But yeah, to to get started, we're going to talk about some some instances of death and destruction at the hands of a Ouija board. Let's dive on in. It's very dramatic. Yeah, I know. I I wish I could be more dramatic on the show sometimes. (laughs) I'm pretty dramatic as it is, but I wish I could be more. I wish I could be more Twilight Zony. You know what I mean? And I might have to write a couple of things just so I can feel that way. Because I'm a goofball most of the time, but sometimes I want to be dramatic. You don't know how much I would love for us to do that more often. I would love to be Rod Serling. Just even if I sound horrible, Yeah, he's my hero. Well, we can do that. I think we have done that. Cold opens usually start that way. Yes. You know, so that's that's our kind of tip of the hat, if you will. Uh, this first one is a story from the Ouija Gone Wild book. And I'm telling you guys, if you haven't already, I'm sure most of you haven't. And you're an avid reader and you love Ouija board stories, go buy this book. It is fantastic. You know, Scott, I do know of a couple instances where people have bought books that we've talked about here. So Really? Yeah. So don't be... Uh, I think people are always looking for suggestions. There you go. So don't be afraid. Yeah. We won't be afraid to tell you the books we look into oh, yeah. and enjoy. Yeah, and these are like, you know, the majority of our show is made up of stories from people. Yeah. You know, so we like to read this stuff. And if you enjoy Ouija stories, then you would enjoy that book. It has the Scott Walker seal of approval. We need to come up with a name for these stories. Like, remember the Dutch oven debacle? Yeah. We need a our own type of story that's like a Dutch oven debacle, but without the Dutch oven Easter eggs. And with that, we get into story number one. <laughs> Nellie Hurd was beside herself with worry. For months, her second husband, Herbert, had been acting strangely, or so she thought. Was he having an affair? Of course, that's the first thing you go to, Nellie, isn't it? Couldn't just be having a rough day. Couldn't just be minding his own damn business. No, it's fine. It's fine, Nellie. Nellie consulted spiritual advice through a reliable source she had used in the past and which, she was confident, had never lied to her. She got out her Ouija board. Christian, I see the the smirk forming. She got out her Ouija board, placed her fingers lightly on the pointer, and asked for the truth. Was Herbert having an affair with the neighbor next door? The spirits answered swiftly, swinging the pointer to yes. The pointer then spelled out the first name of the neighbor one. Then it came to a standstill. Nellie was stricken. She had used the Ouija many times, and she believed the spirits never lied. She became angry. Herbert must be punished. How could he do this to her, when she had always done her very best to be the model wife? With the help of her adult daughter, Bertha, so if that doesn't age the story, I don't know what will. Mm-hmm. From her first marriage, Nellie attacked Herbert. Actually, all these names are hella old. Yeah. yeah Nellie, Herbert, and Bertha. I do have a friend named Bertha, though. Does she listen to the podcast? I don't know. She used to be China's teacher. Then, yeah, I doubt she listens to the we, podcast. We actually went to school together, and then she taught China. 
Shout out Bertha. Shout out Bertha if you're out there. Hey, yo, Bertha. She, she doesn't talk message. like that. Well, of course she doesn't. That was me <laughs> calling out to her. Um. Anyway, they chained him to a bed and tortured him. Classic. What? Classic. Okay, so, yeah, she was being a model wife this whole time, right? Model nah. wife and a model yeah. mother. Yeah, I can't see that. You're not a model wife if a if this quote-unquote piece of cardboard, right, Christian, tells you, hey, your husband's having an affair with the neighbor, and you, your first thing is like, oh, I think I'll torture him. Yes. Not uh, The first question should have been, are you having an affair with the neighbor? Not, okay, get the chains, Bertha. We're going to town on daddy. Little did we know, <laughs> Bertha and uh, Lizzie... Borden were friends. Yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like, that crazy crap. Yeah, it gets there. Yeah, so they chained him to a bed and tortured him. They beat him with a wire whip, burned his feet with a hot poker, and stabbed him with a dagger. Herbert howled and screamed in pain, but not loudly enough for anyone beyond the confines of the house basement to hear him. Yeah, damn. Okay, you couldn't just be like, no, no dessert for you, Herbert. No, you're like fire poking this dude's feet. You're whipping this dude with chains. How do you think Herbert at this moment felt about this arranged marriage? Christian, they stabbed him with a dagger. I know. He's like, my family told me I had to marry this. What's your name? Nellie. Nellie, which, I mean, all of us know from Little House on the Prairie. Stay away from Nellie's. And from The Haunting of Hill House. And the music. Hip-hop music, Nellie. Gotcha. I, you had to pull one home for me. I should have. It should have been the first thing in my mind, but yeah. I was like, what? Okay. After weeks of abuse, weeks of abuse, and near starvation, Herbert begged his wife and stepdaughter to kill him. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, ladies, <laughs> come on, send it home, huh? Uh, Herbert, yeah. Next, he, next we're going to talk about why torture never works. Yeah, that's right. He gave in, take out your notepads, kids. He gave in and signed a, quote, confession that he was having an affair with a neighbor woman and had intended to give her $15,000. Nellie and Bertha seemed appeased. Herbert, however, was waiting for a lax moment. Nellie and Bertha eased up after his false confession. He managed to escape the basement, but his freedom was short-lived. The women captured him and returned him to chains. Finally, he freed himself. In a rage of revenge, he killed Nellie. Herbert was arrested and charged with murder. His weird story made newspaper headlines. There was no affair, Herbert maintained. The spirits had lied to Nellie. He was released and all charges were dropped. The Heard case took place in Wisconsin in 1935 as the Ouija was rising in popularity. Many users, including Nellie, believed the messages they received were always the truth. So what I'm getting at with this and like the, these first two stories are kind of, they kind of tie together with this, the same plot of being lied to by this Ouija board, causing you to murder someone or ending up like the events took to a place to where murder happened. <laughs> like Murder was caused at the hands of a Ouija board. So where we're going to come at this is from two different perspectives, which is very unique to the podcast. Right. You're gonna yeah. your your perspective might be along the lines of evil. The, we yeah exactly. The Ouija board lied so that Nelly, in a fit of rage, would go kill Herbert. Yes, and I'm going by Nelly wanted to kill Herbert, so she concocted Nelly, the idea via Ouija board. Nelly was slowly going crazy from lead poisoning that was prevalent in this area at the time, and the fact that she was in an arranged marriage, as as I mentioned earlier. And she was stuck at home. So she was slowly she went was, crazy. You're saying she was looking for a way out. I, I'm saying that the voices in her head from constant whatever her life was mm. and the fact that she believed a Ouija board would tell her the truth. Yeah. Because even I know, even as a skeptic, if somebody is using a Ouija board like her and moving it around herself, it's basically lying to her. So either way, that whatever she's getting out of there is lying to her. There's no nothing you, good coming from this so scenario. So you think that, you don't believe there was actually a spirit no. on the Ouija board. You think she was using it herself and she was like, oh, oh, it said, yes, he is cheating on me. I guess it's time to stab him with my dagger. I mean, maybe, maybe Herbert smiled at the neighbor one day. That's probably it. Or held the door. 
Good yeah. evening, miss. And she's just like, you bitch. Yeah. And you're so, and she didn't even realize that it bothered her at the time. But years later, all of a sudden her neighbor yeah. got to her. And this wow. is probably similar to what happened in the, you know, how people got accused in the witch trials and stuff. Okay. We don't know anything about the witch trials. We don't have the chronovisor, Christian. We can't go back and see that. That'd be an interesting one to see. We should have said that in the episode, but we didn't. Yeah. And here we'll we are. Check out the witch trials. Yeah, that would be interesting. And see how we'd evil. probably get, we'd put out the stake because we'd be sitting there with our iPhones out taking video. Like, this yeah, is nuts. With our sunglasses, like yeah. time traveling and Posting stuff. Posting on TikTok, like, woke. No, <laughs> you know, but yeah, we wouldn't be. We'd, we'd know the latest dances. Like, we'd bring back the old dances, like they were brand new. Yeah. And everybody would copy us. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, my take on that last story is that, you know, how there's allegedly these trickster spirits or stuff that like, you know, we've talked demons, we've talked e evil in general. It doesn't have to be demo like demons, yeah. but I think evil in general, where the entire purpose, the umbrella of evil, right? <laughs> Let's coin our own term. The umbrella of evil has just a desire to twist things, right? Right. To fuck shit up wherever it can. So I think it would make sense that if there's either a trickster spirit or let's say a demon or just generally an evil spirit of some sort on the other end of this board, it could be giving false information as a way to turn people against each other or to start fights or to cause murder, destruction, death, whatever. It's just like, it's a weird thing that it feeds off of this type of energy, you know, like, and that's what I think is you could categorize something like that as evil. We somewhat agree. Yeah. The only, the only difference is I think that evil is coming from. Like with, she's projecting with, it herself. With, within the, her, yeah. her mind. I just, I think there's, I think it, of it in an entity, you're saying it's her projecting that and then just following that out. Right. right? Yeah. And so that takes us into this next one, like Carol Sue or for, Car you know what? Fuck the name. Um, let's get into the second story that kind of also touches Carol on Sue Elvaker. Elvaker. Carol Sue Elvaker. Let's check it out, folks. Get get close. <laughs> yeah. Are we all of a sudden doing those like weird ASMR? Yeah. yeah. Hey guys. <laughs> this next one we're gonna present to you in ASMR. I hope you enjoy it. Carol Sue Elvaker. Should I lick the microphone now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Carol Sue Elvaker. Let's dive on in. It's evil, it's evil, it's evil. That was the message screamed out through the Ouija board that played a role in a fatal stabbing of an Oklahoma man in 2001. The stabbing was followed by a bizarre escape attempt in which the primary suspect deliberately crashed the getaway car and fled naked into the woods. Carol Sue Elvaker, 53, apparently became intensely interested in the Ouija board and took the dire messages that came through it seriously. According to court affidavits, Elviker thought the board connected her to God and the messages came from him. In a board session on February 11, 2001 with her daughter, Tammy Roach, 34, a local folk musician, no, I'm just kidding, that's not in there, <laughs> and Roach's two daughters, aged 10 and 15, Elviker believed that the board told her that Tammy's husband, Brian Roach, lead singer of Papa Roach, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, okay, no, I'm, I'm fucking around, <laughs> Brian Roach was evil and must die. She also ascertained through the board that the 10-year-old girl was evil as well. Classic. Mm -hmm. While the females played with the board, husband Brian slept in the next room. Elvaker grabbed, Elvaker grabbed a large kitchen knife and stabbed Brian in the chest. The blow was not immediately fatal, and according to authorities later, Brian begged for help but was allowed to bleed to death. Tammy took the knife away from her mother and hid it. The two women and the girls got into Tammy's car and fled the scene driving north on Interstate 44 toward Tulsa. The case then took a strange twist. Elviker deliberately rammed the car into a highway sign near Chandler in an apparent attempt to kill everyone in the vehicle, including herself. Elviker broke both ankles in the crash, ouch, and other occupants and other occupants were slightly injured. So she did this thing to like kill everyone and she's probably the one with like the most right <laughs> the biggest injury she's like fuck everyone has to get a, get yeah. get a wheelchair and help to get to the bathroom after that fuck that karma yeah and other occupants were slightly injured they got out of the car even elvker on her broken ankles don't want to think about that and elvker attempt to push a 15 year old daughter into oncoming traffic she was fortunately unsuccessful elvker ripped off all her clothes jumped the highway meridian barrier and ran into the woods with broken ankles exactly that's why i said don't want to think about that that sounds painful as shit meth is crazy meth meth yeah gotta bring back that little catchphrase huh meth. yeah <laughs> it came around who knew who knew it'd be back 
I wonder if I still have that same. <laughs> Elvigar broke both ankles in the crash. She was found hiding there by authorities and, and was taken to the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center for treatment. She was charged with first-degree murder. Tammy was charged with being an accessory to murder. In their investigation of the crime, authorities learned that Elvigar had once attempted to kidnap Brian Roach's 10-year-old nephew because he, too, shockingly enough, was evil and had to die. According to Brett Burns, Grady County Assistant District Attorney, her attempt was thwarted by the boy's mother who arrived home in time to stop her. That's pretty crazy. Now there is evil. Ooh, let me do that again. Now there is evil in this story. Yes. I'm not sure it's the Ouija board. This lady is something else. What is she, Christian? I mean, she's definitely on something. Meth. Yeah. She's she's on fire with the burning evil but, of Beelzebub or something like that. I don't know what to say. That's that's such a crazy I mean, story. Yeah. Were they doing bath salts or something like that? I don't yeah, know. Before it was cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, no, it's just kind of it's it's crazy that there's and these aren't like in that that book had multiple stories of this like exact same theme where it's almost like someone saw something on a board and then was like, Nope, I need to murder someone. Right. Like, so the fact that it's happened multiple times, it, I don't know. It kind of like, like there's, there's theories revolving Ouija board demons, right? That, and spoiler alert, this was going to be about Zozo. Cause I said I was going to make an episode on Zozo, but as I started researching it, I found something else on Zozo that I wanted to add into this episode. So I was like, I'll just do it part two for the regular Ouija's, but Zozo is coming folks. So, so Zozo. Yeah, Zozo. Let's stop saying my, the name now. One of my friend's dogs, cool. Zoe. They call her Zozo sometimes. Classic. Maybe they don't. Maybe I just think they do. Maybe the demon talks to you through their dog. And this dog, when and they're I like, obey my dog. When I stay there, I wake up and the dog's like nose is right at mine, staring into my soul. That sounds about right. Trying to possess me. That sounds about right. So, no, anyway, what I was saying about the whole Zozo thing is. I think it kind of like, I know it doesn't, there's no actual credibility to it. There's no actual proof behind what I'm about to say, but it kind of, you know, if there were specific demons or something on the other ends that you're communicating with or spirits in general or uh, uncategorized evil that fucks with people on the other side of this, it would weird that it has like patterns, like it has a personality, you know, is that like, it? I just find it weird that evil could have a personality of sorts. It's kind of like, like evil was a person, they would have personality. Therefore, evil yeah. is always going to be it's sentient, a human. at least, like to some extent, right? Like it's got to be. I, I I just I I real still struggle with this like evil evil that we believe in. Sometimes I believe evil to things. People can be evil. I'm not sure it always comes from this dark place. It yeah. could. It I could mean, come if from the light side of evil. Yeah. I that mean, makes... if there's a dark, if there is, like we talked about Constantine a while back. Yeah. I mean, if that world exists then evil you're right and i'm wrong let's just put it that way evil exists on yeah. that level well i don't, I don't believe it but it's it, still possible it, it should if anything give you courage or should it should give you joy as weird as that sounds because if evil exists then therefore good must also right if you're if we're talking about a world of balance or you know the yin and yang for certain cultures and stuff very... like that so it, if evil if you were to, to come across the idea that evil in our reality was all there right mm -hmm. wasn't made up then you should have some kind of solace in that because there's also good right so everything is as it should be yeah yeah no what i'm what i meant was that there's good that can help you when evil is around you know what i mean like so you shouldn't oh, well, be scared because that, of the good. well there you go i Welcome. just i just don't think evil is stalking me at every moment oh no 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 you you poor thing you have it you've been misunderstanding this whole time <laughs> It's fine. No, no. I, it's it's funny to hear a, a, a Ouija story come from a more recent time. Yeah. Oh, that, and yeah, there's several I found. But what's weird, I found a lot that were, and actually these the the crime ones that we're going to get into, there was like, I found six or seven of them in that book that I really liked. It's like, most of these are from 1920. Yeah. Like the year 1920. There was like maybe a couple that weren't 1920, but the majority of these stories were from 1920. Different areas, different times, or different locations yeah. or whatever, but 1920. Yeah. So anyway, I should probably actually get into some of those. You know, before we move on really quick, hmm. this shows that maybe even if, with my opinion, there's nothing to this cardboard game. Maybe certain people should not partake because their mental structure <laughs> will put them into a bad situation. Just like yeah. those same people should not 
partake in mushrooms or LSD <coughs> for similar reasons. Yeah. You know, there's it, it gets dangerous. Yeah. I think obviously if you do have mental issues, you're probably going to have some issues with this as well. But I don't think the majority of experiences that people have on or using Ouija boards are mental illness. Like I, I definitely cannot subscribe to that theory at all. Oh, I was going to, I wouldn't either. I'd say yeah. most of it's just imaginary. Yeah, exactly. I can believe that. Sure. No. Like my dig. It's perfect. I made you stop for a little while because I dug it so bad. Yep. You dug it so bad. I don't know what that means. That's... I have no idea what dug it so bad means. Nobody does, Christian. Nobody does. Yeah. For those of you wondering, yes, it is still windy. It's still windy in Wasawa. You got to be tough to live in Alaska, man. Two weeks of wind like this. It was hurricane status. It was like 75 miles an hour. Or I think it, the, the peak was 74 miles an hour gusts. I saw, because I live in Eagle River, a bald eagle get blown away. Did it blow you away? I was blown away mentally. Yeah. Inception. Like nice. the girl in uh, the last murder story that we just talked about with mm, the Ouija board. Right, 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 right. She right. ran into the woods naked. Yeah. But see, that could also be a point for possession. Yeah, but it's Oklahoma. Does she know if something whistles at her in the woods not to whistle back? Isn't that the same region? Probably. A lot of weird stuff happens in that neck of the woods. Yeah. Naked women with broken ankles included. Yeah, that can run. That is proof of demons right there. Okay, I'm sorry. You know what's really <laughs> sad? Huh. Is that most of this story, I think I've seen people do in real life. So it's really not shocking that some lady... High out of her mind could run on broken ankles, yeah. naked you, into the forest after intentionally crashing the car to kill her daughter. You hang with a pretty weird crowd. You lived in the Antelope Valley. There, yeah. You just go to the store moments. sometimes and see weird stuff like that happen. Yeah. Do we live in, in poverty, Christian? No, it was just a weird place, right? Was it just a, if it, it may, I think it was just a weird place. It was a weird place where they cooked a lot of meth. Meth. Mm. So. You know, anybody that's lived in near those areas could probably tell stories like this. True that. Just weird, random people going psycho. Yeah. Uh, to be young again. Anyway, well, let's get into some of these uh, crime-solving Ouija boards, shall we? The Ouija board has not only played a role in the lives of those who commit crimes, but also with those whose jobs are to solve them. Police, private detectives, lawyers, and private citizens have consulted the board for information leading to solving all kinds of crimes. In 1920, the New York District Attorney's Office was scrambling for clues in the death of a local gambler. He had been found dead, shot in the forehead in his home. Little evidence can be found to unravel the mystery surrounding his death. Members of the community volunteered their assistance by using the Ouija board to obtain answers. Letters by the thousands poured into the District Attorney's Office with messages allegedly relayed by, relayed by spirits in regard to the case. While he would not admit any belief in the Ouija board, the district attorney felt he could not ignore even the most far-fetched lead. He assigned a member of his staff to read every letter that came in and to pass along any seemingly relevant information for follow-up. The pistol that had been used in the shooting was missing, and information gathered by supernatural means placed it in every area of the home. No word was issued on whether or not it was ever found or if the crime was ever solved. Wasn't that the whole point of the story? I thought it was, yeah, right? I guess it's just impressive because they actually, the cops actually used this. Oh, yeah, so it's really just with crime. And also the fact that they said he had been found dead, shot in the forehead. I'm not sure I've ever heard, ever heard of anybody being shot in the forehead. Nobody's ever been shot in the forehead? Not, I just never heard that phrase it just doesn't seem to between the eyes yeah exactly yeah he caught one between the eyes didn't he you flick the cherry off your cigarette <laughs> <laughs> what if <laughs> what if that's all you needed to solve crimes was a ouija board yeah i mean it makes perfect sense because these are evil spirits and you know they're fellow bragging about what they did well they're like hey man we're gonna get this my friend from High school back in hell, another evil spirit to lose, go down a notch. So we're going to rat him out. They would just be ratting each other out constantly. All the humans would be in jail. Classic. And then they would be one-upping each other. What else would they be, Christian? Instant constipation. Yeah, you're right, Christian. Instant constipation. <laughs> you're right. Instant con constipation, indeed. 
Okay, also in 1920, Prohibition agents boarded a train in New York City and took seats across from a man who had a large burlap bag beside him. The agents were suspicious about the contents of the bag. When the man got off the train in Hicksville, New York, so did the agents. One asked the man what was in the bag, and the man replied, toys. They asked to look in the bag and found a couple of toys, a Ouija board and a can of liquid. One of the agents asked what the liquid was, and the man said it was for sweet oil. Another agent took the Ouija board and asked it, what's in the can? A-L-C-O-H-O, it's spelled out. The agents opened the can and found it full of legal alcohol. The man was arrested. Can you believe that shit? Be like, oh yeah, well, hey, you got a couple minutes. Let me ask this board here. Hey, what's this, the liquid? <laughs> Alcohol. Get him. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. These are real stories, Christian. Like these are like this isn't this isn't made up shit. Like this, I'm not just feeding you fairy tales. This is an actual thing that happened. I, I almost can read this as like the cop thinking he's funny. Yeah. This Ouija board. Let's and ask spelled, the Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look what it's spelled. Yeah. Just because <laughs> you think he's playing with a planchette, like A O L. Oh no! And what? What later we find out that this actual cop had a really sensitive nose because he was a chef at home. Mm. You know, that's what his passion was: instant constipation. <laughs> yeah, man, you're right. <laughs> instant <laughs> constipation. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy story, though. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Also, it's like that's messed up. Cops were harassing that guy. What do you got in a bottle, sir? Yeah. Are you sure it's sweet for sweet, oil? Sweet oil. Sweet oil. Nah, see? <laughs> it's my habit. I just really wanted, I was trying to get you to come out with that voice because I couldn't do it. Oh, uh, the 1920s yeah. Yeah, hardened detective yeah. or criminal? Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, so anyway, uh, lonely and bored in 1917. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, they're not all from 1920, guys. Yeah. This one is three years prior. In 1917, Martha Place and her daughter Margaret decided to play with the Ouija board. They never anticipated that the odd message they would receive would quickly come true and that they were not alone. They set up the board in a bedroom. A slight breeze blew through the open window and lightly pushed the curtains against the bed. Underneath the bed, unbeknownst to the woman, a man lay still and quiet and listened. Martha had lost a son, Henry, 10 years earlier, who had died of electrocution. The women decided to contact his spirit as they had done before. Is this Henry? Asked Martha. Yes, came the answer, followed by, watch out for Nat and Barb. Nathaniel and Barbara Moxley were neighbors who lived across the street. Henry evidently did not care for them. The message irritated Martha and she replied in a stern voice, Henry, I have told you before not to talk that way about the Moxleys. No more messages came, so the two women decided to go to bed. After she settled in, Martha heard a voice heard a noise from beneath the bed and thought it was the cat. She heard the noise again and got out of bed. She went to the kitchen to get a match, then heard the sound of someone falling, followed by her daughter screaming. Martha ran back to the bedroom and a man ran past her, went through the kitchen and escaped into the garden. She ran after the man and discovered to her shock that it was Nathaniel Moxley. Returning to the bedroom, Martha found a piece of paper on the floor, apparently dropped by Moxley. It was a court summons for a divorce case. Moxley was arrested for breaking and entering. When things settled down, the women got out the Ouija board again and asked, is this Henry? The planchette spelled out the following message. I told you to look out for Nat and Barb. That's a crazy story too, man. I love that one. Kid's son comes back, like, I fucking told you, mom, you dumbass. Yeah. He's under the bed the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. Us Kennedys and Moxleys don't get along or no. Classic classic that's because there's a isn't there a barbara wait there's a there's somebody related yeah. to the kennedys named moxley you're thinking of the beach boy song barbara ann Christian. no there is the moxleys that are related to the kennedys somehow yeah trust me we <clears throat> sure. won't, it's it's yeah not really connected to this episode hey, christian but, let me tell you it'll be a cold day in hell when anyone trusts you on this show okay that is probably true now we enjoy christian it's fine Right, everyone? Huzzah. Okay, yeah, the final small one. In 1946 in San Diego, a woman called the police department to report that her son was missing. Furthermore, she knew where he was because, aunt, because an aunt had given her an address on a certain street. Police went to the reported location but could not find the address. They returned to the woman's home to tell her there was no such address. The woman's aunt insisted it was accurate, saying, The Ouija board told me so. Stymied, the police left. 
son eventually returned home on his own. So that's fine. Like this Ouija board just sent it. <laughs> just made us some shit. Yeah. Yeah. 1421 chestnut. Okay. I'm on my way. Ouija board. Thank you. Yes. What if it was just trickster spirits behind all like Ouija board stuff? This kind of stuff when you're like doing the, what about this crime or yeah, that would be amazing. I would totally trick people. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds like something I would do as well. I'd be like, oh, you want the real truth? Here it is. Okay, so I want to go back to the previous story for just a second. I don't think you do. Yeah, I do. Um, is, like... is this going to be about the Kennedys? Yes. Oh, God. Okay, go ahead. What was the name of the character in the story you just read? Nathaniel Moxley, I believe, right? Wasn't there somebody named Martha? The lady, yeah. Okay. Murder of Martha Moxley. <gasps> but Martha wasn't a Moxley. Martha... Elizabeth Moxley, <gasps> August 16th, 1960. It's just, that's where the, the name caught me because it was connected to the Kennedys. This story or no, just the name? I was just like, I was like yeah, the name maybe. But. So like the whole time you're reading the story, I think of this like family that lives right next to the Kennedys in what, Connecticut or wherever they're originally from. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're using Ouija boards. As rich people would. Classic stuff. Sorry, man. It's classic stuff right there, Christian. Thanks for that. <clears throat> um, and I mean, I, if you think about it, let me ask you this. Okay. Oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna. Okay, so what if we ask a Ouija board which cryptos to invest in? No, you're not gonna trick I mean, me into what you think I'm just some kind of weird mindless drone. It was a test for you. No. It was a test. And now some of our listeners might actually try it. Your boy, look, your boy picks them all right, you know, without the help of spirits. I mean, if you got the help of a trickster, hmm. even if you were rich afterwards, wouldn't you feel kind of dirty? Like karma would come get you again someday because you made all this money from the Ouija board? Hey, Christian, spoiler alert. I, uh, I'm i not filthy rich and I already feel kind of dirty, you know? So. so so you're, you're okay with the Ouija board then? No. Same Not thing. where I was going with that. Whatever that was all about. I don't know. Huh? But see, we've also proven from from some of these stories that these things lie. Yeah, that's what They just lie to, to, to mess with you. They're like, oh no. There's this one story. Actually, I think we might read it. I might have added it to this episode. It was someone. No, I'm not going to say what it was just in case it is in the episode. But um, yeah. So that those are that's all the stories I have from that that book, which was, again, probably I've read a few Ouija board books and a lot of them are. Well, they're not great. So, so finding one that is actually kind of entertaining and like has like really good stories in it. Yeah. That aren't super far fetched or anything like that. Like where you can actually be like, oh shit, that's real. You know, it was a good read. It was a good read. So, yeah, if you haven't checked out that book, it'll be in, I think, in the description of this episode, yeah. hopefully, if I remember to put it there. The, uh, the lady with the broken ankles running off into the, do you ever, you're, I think we've talked about it on the episode before, or on the podcast before, but. Those sisters that kept trying to run into the traffic. I think it was in Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like the, the what twins. The, yeah. The image that this lady, this story gave me was something like, like I said, we probably seen people kind of like that, but it's still so foreign and alien to us. It's yeah. like you'd almost just stand around shocked. Yeah. I think that, I think those are the, the weird twins. Yeah. Which speaking of, uh, for anyone that's wondering that listen to Heather's story on Bleeful, we're still doing a twin episode, but our schedules just got kind of mixed up. So if it's not January, it'll be February, most likely. It's coming up on our list of episodes, but uh, we're, we got to wait. Since Christian's going back to work, we got to wait for a couple weeks to actually sit down and record again. So it got pushed back. But it's going to happen, and it's going to be a great episode. And it'll probably be the first episode back with Heather. So awesome as so possible. People, people will just be too blessed to be stressed. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, so uh, moving on to some Thought Catalog stories. Christian, you want to read this first one? Yes. My first mistake was insulting it. I just don't, I mean, this is- That would be that would be your first mistake as well, Christian. No, I, I would even be smart enough. Like, okay, it's a piece of cardboard, but why would I be mean to it? Because it's just a piece of cardboard. Whatever you put out in the world's coming back. As this story will probably tell. Yeah, I hope I remember to put like a, a really relaxing river sound or creek sound with like nice nature noises as you say that. <laughs> Whatever you put out into the world is coming back. A little harp. Yeah, and I can picture it. Anyway, continue. My friend had mentioned that she had one. So I asked her to pull the board out so I could check it out. 
At first she said no, but then agreed to do it as long as she didn't have to participate. That's a bad sign right there. Mm -hmm. This is my board, but I don't want anything to do with it. After she had the board set up, I asked, is there anyone in here? Nothing. So being a dumb teenager, I said, if anything is in here and not talking, you're a coward. The board was put away after that. Fast forward about a week later and have me sleeping upstairs on my couch. I wake up on a stereotypical stormy night, thunder and lightning, wind and rain, the works. I look around to see why I woke I look around to see why I woke up and couldn't see a thing and decide to try to fall back asleep. After laying there for about 30 seconds, I hear from downstairs, Get the boy. Creepy. In a very raspy, wispy voice. Very good. Thank you. I open my eyes and listen. Nothing. Start to go back to sleep. Get the boy. It was much louder this time. Then my downstairs door slams shut. I freaked the fuck out because nobody slept down there and we had no drafts. That would be a little freaky. That would be. Not sure they'd be connected. To get the boy and the door slamming? Yeah, I mean, why, because she called this thing a coward, does it want to get the boy? Who is the boy? That's what I was wondering. Was there a boy mentioned in that story? I don't think so. What are, is... are we sure that, that the storyteller isn't a boy? We are not sure about that. Yeah, so the storyteller's probably a boy. So I'll take all that out so people don't know we're fucking idiots. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but creepy nonetheless. Have you have you ever awoken to demons saying, get the boy? <laughs> I can't not, imagine you have. Not yet. Figure out, ask. Uh, no, the closest I've had to that was, I think, at the Eagle River house when I woke up and there was that like black hooded thing over China and it's like... So, <clears throat> That's the closest I've happened that that I've had to get the boy, but even that wasn't nearly as terrifying if, as if I heard "get the boy." Is that them? Is kind of it's close. It's a little close, I guess. Yeah, get the boy is very uh, targeted yeah. in this day and age. Get the boy. I feel like that's a quote from uh, some movie. Hmm. You're thinking "kiss the girl." No, that's a that is a movie. <laughs> get the boy. No, yeah, it could be. Yeah. What's in the box? Oh, seven. The, the number seven's in the box. Spoilers. Sorry if you haven't seen the movie. The number seven is in the box. Hold on. Who would have thought? Uh, I know who would have thought. Count. The Count from uh, Sesame Street. Yeah. He'd be like, well, look here, bitch. I got 10 numbers missing one. Yeah. I bet that's what's in the box. He'd be like, let's start from the beginning. One. (laughs) No, this is going to take forever. Damn it. (laughs) So anyway, weird story. What do you you think about that? You, you, You just don't think they're connected. Like you think they, this person heard get the boy twice. And then randomly also just happened to hear a door downstairs slam shut that no one was down there. That's all very weird. You think that's more likely like that's more that's a that coincidence is more likely than these two instances being connected in some way. Yeah. Like what kind of neighborhood did she live in? Did she normally have weird sounds going? I mean, it's still scary. And I think when something scary happens, sometimes you grasp for the meaning or Mm -hmm. what caused it. So maybe in this case, and maybe this is why Ouija boards get such a bad rap, is because they're the last scary thing that somebody remembers toying with before something normal happened in their life that just happened to be tragic and bad. So the connection's made, and it sticks. So now everybody believes that the Ouija boards are evil, even though the time when somebody used it and when some crazy incident happened could have been a week, a month later on, which you know is somewhat plausible. I mean, that's how people make connections. It may not be mm-hmm. the case, and I would never say it. It is the case in all these stories. Yeah. Or any time, I can't just throw something like that out, but that is the way the brain works as far as making connections. So that's what this story reminded me of a little bit. Yeah. But also, what I could see going back to sleep most of the time, but once I get the boy, I'm getting out. Have you ever had... Um... Uh, maybe it's a it's a form of exploding head syndrome or something but like where you i guess let me just ask have you ever woken up or been on the like cusp of falling asleep and heard your name being called and then like open your eyes real fast oh yeah yeah ah uh, yeah that's weird right i've asked a few people and they've been like what no i've also asked a bunch of people and they've been like yeah so what the fuck is that like is that, that can't just be exploding head syndrome right maybe it's like maybe it's your subconscious communicating with you and you just heard it finally Maybe. I mean, it'd be kind of weird that if your subconscious actually calls you by your name. Scott. (laughs) Scott, man. 
the fuck? fuck? Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know. It is, that's. It's weird because it's not my voice. Is it your voice? Um, I don't know if I've ever really, it doesn't sound like my voice. Yeah. Weird, right? But it shouldn't sound like my voice because I'm not talking. <laughs> and, no. and you know, from recording your voice that the voice you actually hear inside your head is not the voice that I hear. Yeah. But I'm familiar with both of them enough to where I know. Now you I, are. If I heard it. Yeah. Now you are. But yeah. in most of us in the past, most of us don't do podcast. So we wouldn't know our voice a lot of time. Maybe I have people have heard recordings of their voice one way. We everyone has a now, number one recording. Now they have, but sure. some of these stories yeah. are coming from before. Maybe this is a recent thing where everybody is staring at a phone all day. I'm saying mine. When I hear mine, it's like a weird blinded voice. Like it, like it's definitely not me. But it's just a weird, like almost hybrid gender voice. I would say that every time that's happened to me, I've never thought, why am I saying that to myself? Because yeah. it doesn't sound you like just po me. You're, you're so shocked by it, you just open your eyes. Like, and you look around yeah. and you're like, what the hell? Dude, what if that's, like, you know how we, we talked about evil, mm -hmm. right? And we've been like, oh, there's definitely, but if there's evil, there's also good. What if that's like the good reaching out? Because it's not, it doesn't feel threatening. It doesn't feel malevolent or anything like that. It's just there. Like you just acknowledge it and you wake up and you're like, oh shit. What like, if it's like our version of spidey sense that actually we have we just don't normally listen to so what in what sense like so you're like saying some, it's us it's still us some part like some part of our census doesn't have to be us yeah i mean spidey sense the whole theory is it doesn't come from spider-man it comes from the multiverse of spider-man hmm. so the other parts of us are like hey scott watch out and it's you're like, like in this moment we all had like the same exact but you jump so much, you probably miss what you're supposed to be watching out for because you yeah. just panic. Yeah, it that's that's weird. It, it doesn't ever continue. Mm -hmm. It's just either it's just your name being called, and then you wake up and it's gone. And it's like instant, like a little shot of adrenaline. Yeah, it hey, probably shuts down everything. If you're out there listening and you've also experienced this, let us know. Let us know. We want to hear that. That's probably not on topic of the episode at all. But now we're curious. You know. Yes. All right, so I'm going to get into this next one. I was about 12 or 13 spending the night at a friend's house, goofing around with the Ouija board with him and his sister, and we were getting all sorts of gibberish, plus words spelled out. Just kind of scaring ourselves for fun, not taking it very seriously when we got the message, quote, I can see you through the window, and then, quote, I can see you through his eyes, or something like that. There was just a small window in the basement room where we were, and just the backyard and woods past the driveway visible through that window. We asked him more questions and it said, I'm under the car. So we somehow got up the nerve to go out with a flashlight and peer under the car, where we saw a huge black stray cat, which was hissing. And we ran inside freaking out. And at that exact moment, the power failed and all the lights in the house went out. We just about actually shit ourselves. A few minutes later, the power came back and we sat up till dawn that night, scared and never played with the board again. Dude, that's <laughs> no, pretty crazy. That's that's too much. That's way too much. We no. You go outside and there's a fucking black cat underneath there. It's hissing at you. I can see you through his eyes. Yeah. No. Mm -mm, no like, thanks. And the cat's like, they can see me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The demons? No. What do you think about that? That's fucking weird, right? What if the cat thought that the, the humans were actually the demons? Could have been, yeah, mistaken identity. That would explain a lot of their interactions with humans if they looked at yeah. us as demons a lot. Or if you're evil and you have, if you're like possessed or something like that, cats can just see that. And so when you come near, they're like, oh, fuck, what? Yeah. Oh, shit, don't touch me, man. Get out of here. Yeah, so if your partner is not liked by your cat, similar to dogs, but cats are just more violent. Pay sure. attention. Yeah, my old cat did not like my ex at all yeah. for good reason. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let us know in the comments. Does your cat like your ex? No. <laughs> you, if it's, let's just learn some more about each other right? yeah. yeah if so if not maybe you should check out a ouija board and see yeah get a final verdict again not recommended that story kind of reminded me i don't know if you've seen the commercial but there's a commercial where there's a bunch of like tween girls around a ouija board and then they flash to the dad and he flips the fuse off yeah and, and then they're just screaming upstairs yeah. oh man yeah, that's that is hilarious and something. And that's probably good. something I'm going to do at some point. Yeah, I would do it. To my child. Yeah, a girl brought her authentic Ouija board made out of maple straight from Salem. Ooh, that would be a dope find. Not for in this house, but that would be a dope find. Ironically, she was very Catholic, but loved her board. 
it was a very interesting few nights in the dorm with it. I think the second night we were playing with it, and it was going slow, not much movement, meh. I had my hand off the planchette because I was still because I still wasn't so sure about the thing. Suddenly, it was like cold fingers grabbed into my shoulder ever so slightly, and this terrible feeling in the back of my mind just came to the surface. I looked at the board, and the planchette started moving in a demonic pattern. I don't know what that is. I know. 666? No, figure eights, apparently. <laughs> I think, and if that's the case, then these figure skaters are out of control. No. Um, I think figure eights this time. That's not demonic. <laughs> that's what I said. Actually, it might be. We never know. Infinity. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I looked at the girl and said, I have a bad feeling about that. <clears throat> Very Han Solo-esque. <laughs> yeah. In time for her to realize what was happening, she stopped the movement and bid the spirit goodbye. In that moment, the icy grip loosened and all was well. Everyone was like, whoa. When the girl explained that the figure eight meant that something was trying to get out of the board. This is common lore that goes with Ouija usage. Is it? I do. I, you know what figure eights are associated with as well is that Zozo. I hear figure eights in a lot of Zozo stories. So I don't know. It could be like if it's something, if it's some kind of sigil or symbol for it to, to get out of a board or something, if it's a spirit, like, God, that's creepy. We're back in Constantine territory again. Yeah. I want to, I want to promise everybody that we will delve into the true meaning of the figure eight in a future episode. We will do that. When we, tell you what, when we get a million listeners a month, we lock in a million listeners a month. I will do that for you, Christian, all right? Because I think you're supposed to sell your soul when you start getting some level of success, right? That's what happens? Unless it's music, then you've already done it. Oh, shit. No, I'm past 27. I guess I suck. Yeah. You're not, you're, you can't <sighs> be part of that club. I'm going to start that 32 club starting this May. That doesn't have the same ring. Yeah, well, take it up with HR. China? <laughs> no, no. Shh. <laughs> Okay, uh, to close this out, let's, we're going to dive into a couple couple little Reddit stories here. I will try to shut up. Thank you. <clears throat> Wait, well, apparently the, that didn't last long. The maple straight from Salem Ouija board. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get a coffee table. <sighs> coffee table. Would Salem you have a maple, coffee table made from wood from Salem? Hell yeah. Why not? Hell yeah, bro. Okay, this one comes to us from Jake Nichols. I have a terrifying story about a Ouija board. I got a call from my cousin who said that he, his brother, his dad, and his best friend were using a Ouija board in their basement. Prior to starting, they took a large porcelain doll out of the room because it was creepy and placed it in an adjacent room. This is something I would do instantly too. Placed it in an adjacent room face down on a pile of towels. My cousin took a short break because the board was just spouting nonsense and he went to take a shit. <laughs> Sorry, the board spout nonsense. I'm going to go take a shit. So I'm going to go sprout something. Yeah. Classic. And so very serious matter. <laughs> Why did Jake Nichols need to include that? I don't know, Jake. Jake he, Nichols. Please. He went to take care of something. He's not, he's, my cousin, he just went to take a shit. It's fine. Anyway, his dad and brother and friend started asking the board questions without him. One of the questions was, who was in the other room? It just started spouting random numbers, and when my cousin came back into the room, his brother said that it wasn't working, that they were going to put it away, and he showed him the answer to the last question he asked, and he said, dude, that's my social security number. Then they started to talk to whatever started, then they started to talk to whatever started spewing answers out. It told my cousin he would die in the Air Force. At this point, they tell the entity they are communicating with to prove itself. It then spelled out the word D-O-L-L. Doll. And they were like, WTF? They opened the door to check on the porcelain doll they had laid in the other room, and when they opened the door, the doll was standing upright in front of the door, staring right at them. Everyone freaked and ran out of the house. His best friend burned the... Oh, I thought it was going to be burned the house. Down. I was going to be like, damn, dude. Yeah. yeah. His best friend really overreacted. No. His best friend burned the Ouija board, and I think he temporarily went nuts for a few months. My cousin, for some reason, then joined the Air Force and died. No. <laughs> and is on a base in Europe now. I wasn't trying to roast that guy. That's a good story. But <clears throat> also, just the way he wrote, he's very comedic in his writing. Um, Dude, that's my social security number. Yeah, bro. What if, what if that's like, like we sit here and we talk about demons, but mm. they like, that's how they experience the world. Like we're all numbers to them. That's why it's so easy for them to torture us. 
into oblivion because we don't really matter. We're just another number. And then, just another number. You know, that we, sounds like we go and pray for forgiveness and then go to work yes, on Monday and we're just another number. Classic. Work is a Ouija board. You really do be like that. Yeah. These are some good stories. I can't believe you're still afraid of the Ouija board. What a shocker. Am I right? All right. So that just about wraps it up. Go get a Ouija board. Test no. it out for us. No. So like, that, okay. So to close out this episode, because that it is that time, we do have a couple more stories that are going to be on, on YouTube at some point, but it's probably going to be a couple of weeks before we get a chance to do that. As mentioned earlier, outside of that. Yeah. If you're not following us on social media already, go check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Freaky Pod. TFT Paranormal on TikTok. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. A lot of good stuff on there so far. Binge your way back. And if you want some of the dopest merch in a paranormal podcast game, you're going to want to go to thefreakydeaky.com and you're going to want to check out that merch store. Literally every order of our merchandise right now gets put back into the podcast one way or another. So get your blankets, your shirts, your yeah. mask. But wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. There's hoodies and whatnot, and they look very dope because I love that. So do that. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, do us a favor on Spotify. You can now review the podcast. So if you listen on Spotify, do us a favor. Just hit the five stars, guys. Like it's it, good karma. Yeah, it's great karma for you, and it really does help us kind of grow and make our way up those ranks. And that's difficult to do as a starting out podcast when you're going against podcasts with much bigger budgets. All right, and we're trying to carve our own spot in this industry. So if you could do this one little favor. If you've enjoyed anything that we put out there, just give us a five-star review. Fuck the merch store. Five-star reviews all day. But also, if you want merch, check out the merch store. Yeah, we have a good merch yeah, store. it's a great merch store. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Freaky Deaky. Goodbye. I'm sexy. Until next time on the Freaky Deaky. scary. Ouija board users. Yes. Since California made it illegal to use Ouija boards again. So he could smell the alcohol on the man a mile away. Yeah. It was, but it was like turpentine or something. <laughs> yeah, man, you're right. <laughs> Instant <laughs> constipation. Yeah. It could have been. <laughs> I'm really pissed that I don't have the rest of that story. That story is amazing. I know, hold on. I'll find it. <laughs> I'm just kind of happy to, to know that that doesn't just happen to me. Because that's happened to me too before. A man ran past you in the... No, where like like you don't put the whole story in and you don't catch it. Oh, yeah. I really wanted to go on a...
kind of a, on a rant for a minute because of that story. But I'm like, no, man, that's not, <laughs> not what we're the time. Because it's like funny parallels to now. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, what do you got in the bottle? You don't look like you're, you belong around here. Yeah. What do you have a Ouija board for? Or you worship the devil? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to say it there, Christian. I can just add it to the end. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no problem. Just a movement of the mouse. Okay. She went to the kitchen to get a match, then heard the sound of someone falling, followed by her daughter Martha, or her, followed by her daughter screaming. Martha ran back to the bad to bad room. Back to the bad room.